0: Hi again, welcome back to part 16 of our ongoing series through the book of Genesis as part of the Bible Project. And we've reached the point where we're reaching the very climax of the first creation story. I would remind you that the full transcript of all these talks is available in the podcast notes section on the audio version of the podcast website. And we're reaching the point where I believe what is being revealed to us is our responsibility. The fact that God wants us to take care of his creation and he wants us to do it wisely. And it's this point in the text where we see him begin to populate the earth with both plant and animals and the means by which we might do that. So let's pick up the text in Genesis chapter 1 verse 29 to 31. And it says this, Then God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth, and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. They will be yours for food, and all the beasts of the earth, and all the birds in the sky, and all the creatures that move along the ground, everything that has the breath of light in it. I give you every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. So God creates and God declares that it is good, in fact very good the phrase is used here. However things of course we will begin to see soon will go wrong and we will experience the narrative of the fall of humanity and how he will be expelled from this perfect garden. But at the moment this is the end of the sixth day. Now I want to quickly cover the seventh day and that will take us into chapter 2. So we'll pick up there in Genesis chapter 2 reading verses 1 to 3 where it says thus the heavens and the earth were completed in all their vast array. By the seventh day God had finished the work he had been doing and on the seventh day he rested from all his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it he rested from all the work of creating that he had done." So on the seventh day we see the text telling us that God has finished his entire work of creation both in the heavens and on the earth and then we are told he rested. Now the word translated rested just means to stop working And then it tells us God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, which simply means he set it apart. He sanctified it by setting it apart and making it different from other days. And that, my friends, is the first creation story as told in the Bible. So what I'd like to do now is just summarise that passage and try to answer a few questions that it might raise. This passage simply says that God created the heavens and the earth and then he populated it including the creation of humanity and then he rested. So I suppose the first question this would raise is, can a Christian read this and maintain a scientific worldview in any way at all? Now the overarching view of science I still believe leaves a huge intellectual space for God because science does not reveal the why it only suggests the hypothesis of the how. The scientific perspective does not reveal a cause the media would have you believe, particularly in Western Europe, that the whole scientific world has an atheistic worldview. But less than 50% of science graduates worldwide think that way. Science tells us a lot, but there's one thing that it can never do. It can never tell you the why. Scientific knowledge can explain how we are here, but never the why. The real question, as human beings, we need to ask is why were we created in the first place? I believe the Bible is teaching us here that God created us in his own image in order to make us free moral agents. So I'd like to come to the end of this section by pointing out why I believe that is what Genesis chapter 1 primarily teaches us. I believe the reason why God sovereignly created the heavens and the earth was to express his personality as a creator and to demonstrate that everything is under his control, that he is the God of all things, the Lord of the universe. And the Bible teaches that God created everything we see and experience by his word because his spoken word were simply an expression of his personality. The Bible says repeatedly, He spoke and it came to be. The psalmist explained this by saying, By the word of the Lord the heavens were made, and the host of them by the breath of his mouth. He spoke and it was done. He commanded and it held fast. God created life and the universe by his word. And we are told that the God who sovereignly gave life and spoke life into being also is the god who redeems life he changed darkness to light chaos to order and he will even change death to light in order to demonstrate that god is the thought and the source of all life and friends this is really important because if god is truly the source of all life Who knows better how to direct our lives and guide our lives than the One who created us, the Father of us all. So maybe we should go to Him when we want to understand the meaning of life. Maybe we should turn to Him when we need to know how He can help us live this one life that He has given us. Therefore, I believe it's logical to believe that if we believe that he is the one who created us in the first place, then he is also the one who can recreate us, can redeem us for new life. So for new life, and answers also how to handle this life, it is best, I believe, to go to the one we see who is the creator of all life.